Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. Take control of your account management and energy consumption with the My MTE app. Download from the App Store to manage your account, improve your energy habits, and more. MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. Well, uh, I guess I want, I've, I've wanted to do this. Steve Cates, it's back. International Folk Fest. How about that? Well, it's wonderful. We have been away three years because of COVID, and so uh, we've been very overwhelmed at the reception we've had uh, for our venues, our uh, meal providers, and others that have uh, encouraged us and helped us through the years. Well, International Folk Fest is something that uh, if you're from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, you've known about this for decades, right, Steve? Yes, this is our 40th year, although we're one year late. We organized in uh, 82, so we should have celebrated 40th last year, but we're celebrating this year, and it's all the same. Well, with so many uh, new people here in our community, maybe a good opportunity to kind of give us, um, you know, your your elevator speech, if you will, about International <laughs> Folk Fest and what it's about. Well, International Folk Fest was organized as an outgrowth of the travel and development of our own local dancers. They started in 67 as the Kittrell 4-H dancers, and then uh, later they became the Rutherford County Square dancers. And then in 1980, uh, a, an adult uh, uh, element of the group was organized called Cripple Creek Cloggers, and that's the group that are performing today. But over the years, starting in 1973, as we made international trips, then we felt like it was important to bring that kind of experience to people here in Rutherford County. So that's how we organized in 1982 the first International Folk Fest. Were some of those that were on that uh, 1980 Cripple Creek Cloggers, were they, you know, 4-H'ers that still wanted to continue doing something that they enjoyed? Yes. Okay. Well, very good. That's a an interesting uh, part of the history there for folks that uh, that may not know. The international component of that, kind of tell us how that works. I mean, they come here, you've gone there, different places all over the world. Yes, it uh, uh, works like this. Uh, we meet them in Nashville, just like we're met. If we're, met, we're going to a festival, let's say, in France, then they would meet us in Paris, and we would uh, provide then all the transportation in Tennessee. Uh, we provide all their food and all their lodging uh, for the period of eight days that they are here. So International Folk Fest this year is June 4th through the 11th. I think I've got that right. That's right. The groups arrive on the 4th. Uh, we pay for housing at MTSU. Uh, we pay for transportation. Each uh, country has a bus. Uh, they have two guides. All the guides are from our own Cripple Creek Progress Group, and uh, they're with them all during the week. And then we ha- uh, they are fed uh, by various venues throughout the week. They all have breakfast together. Uh, we have uh, uh, breakfast providers, uh, uh, Buddhist temples, churches, community clubs, and uh, so forth. And then they perform in the morning for, in places like our libraries, uh, MTSU Governor's School, uh, the uh, Murfreesboro City School students, uh, boys and girls clubs, uh, retirement homes, 
and senior citizens groups and so forth and have lunch and then they're free in the afternoon and then in the evening on uh, Tuesday night we're at the South Jackson Civic Center in Tallahoma at 7. On Thursday night we're at the Bell Buckle Banquet Hall at 6. And then on Friday we are so excited to be invited by the Grove at Williamson Family Farm. We'll be there for performances at 1.30 and then again for performances at 6.30. Is there um, a good place online, website, Facebook that we can kind of get all of this information because we're kind of, you know, people are drinking it from a fire hose here on radio so maybe that a good place for them to go find this info yes the facebook page is official international folk fest and we try to keep things updated there is uh information about the groups that are coming and so forth and then our website is www.mboro-international-folkfest.org but if you just enter Murfreesboro International Folk Fest, then you'll be taken to that website. All right, very good. Uh, we've got Steve Cates joining us here this morning, uh, talking about International Folk Fest. I'm sure the last couple of years with COVID and 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 that has just really kind of it was such a time of uncertainty and 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 everything like that. So, but I'm sure that with groups wanting to perform and 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 all that was kind of a tough time for for them to in, do something that they enjoy. That's true, and of course the uh, problem we're running into this year is cancellation of air flights, and that's caused a lot of uh, pressure because, you know, uh, for instance, we had an Italian group that was coming, uh, and they their flights were all canceled, and it was too late for them to make arrangements to come some other route. Uh, we Our Polish group uh, is now having to fly into Atlanta, uh, because their flights to Nashville were canceled. And so uh, we luckily know a Polish folk troop there, and they're taking on the possibility of meeting them and transporting them to Murfreesboro. Um, and that that's a wonderful thing because, you know, our money is very limited. We have a transportation budget that only covers the three buses that we have to have. That's $12,000 that we have to have to take care of them during the festival. We don't have an extra $1,000 to move them them from Atlanta and then back to Atlanta. Steve, uh, how does how does International Folk Fest, how do you make money in order to be able to, you know, provide the transportation and things like that? Most of our uh, most of our help is through grants. We have a grant from Sharing Change, Middle Tennessee Electric Membership Corporation. We have a grant from the Tennessee Arts Commission. We have a grant from the Breakfast Rotary. Uh, and we have other donations from individuals who give us money. So by hook or by crook, we just try to raise the twenty-five dollars to $30,000 that we have to have to produce International Folk Fest each year. It is a nonprofit, 501c3. So any deductions are tax deductible, and we're always looking for new sponsors. Now, Steve, does our local group go out and and perform in the same year, or is this the year that you host and next year next year you travel? Kind of tell us how that works. Well, because we've been away for, because of COVID ourselves, we have we didn't restart our troop until February, and though we've had good participation, uh, several new people joining us. We were not able to plan for this year, so we're looking toward uh, 2024 as far as our next trip is concerned. But there again, if you're interested in the community, not just in supporting International Folk Fest, but if you're interested in being a part 
We're always glad to have community members on our planning committee. In fact, we have a meeting tomorrow night at the parks office at uh, 5.30 p.m. here in Murfreesboro. Uh, but also, uh, we're always looking for new members for Cripple Creek. Congress. We do teach. Uh, there is no charge, and uh, we're awfully glad to include them. Our next meeting will be next uh, next uh, Sunday night at 4.30 at the Smyrna Senior Activity Center in Smyrna. What type of experience does someone have to have to uh, maybe get involved with the Cripple Creek Cloggers? Not any. That's good. <laughs> People that started with us in February... Uh, had little or no experience, and now they performed, in fact, several of them on Monday and last Monday night. We did our first show together uh, for the Rutherford County Historical Society, and they were all in costume and looked good and performed well, and so we feel like we've had a very successful season. That was, I guess, the first uh, public of event that you all had participated in since the pandemic. That's right, in about four years. And I was very, very nervous because I had not done this kind of thing myself. So I got ready for it like I used to get ready for 4-H speeches or uh, any kind of event that I was going to participate in. I wrote and rewrote and practiced and practiced. And, uh, you know, you have to do that. You can't just rest on your laurels. Uh, you have to knock the rust off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but we made it fine. I think they, uh, you know, we, we hit the time just exactly right. That's important, you know, not to drag and lag. And so I thought it was uh, well put together, and I do appreciate all my dancers joining with me to help put on that program. Steve Cates is joining us to talk about International Folk Fest. Uh, you were talking about uh, groups coming from a couple of different countries. Uh, when International Folk Fest is here, uh, about typically how many do you host? Uh, in, we usually today host three foreign groups of 25 members each. This year we have groups from Mexico, uh, from Poland, our first group from Poland in many, many years, and then also from France. Now, when somebody comes to um, one of your performances, what should they expect to see? Well, they'll see each one of these groups perform along with Cripple Creek Cloggers and our band helping us this year, the Slim Chance Band, that will be playing. And uh, each group, four, four groups, will perform throughout the evening, and then they'll have a chance to mix and mingle with the dancers, talk to them. Uh, uh, of course, all will have their own live music, and uh, so that's just uh, it's kind of a you know a back and forth situation with the crowd that comes. Uh, I'm sure that you've had more time. Uh, you probably had had time to sit and think about you know what you would like to do after the pandemic and restarting. I'm sure there was some time in there of you know is this you know ha have we done the last? But you want to keep that going. It's going to take young people who want to get involved though to to kind of keep that pushing forward for decades to come. That's right, and we're pleased not only to have the uh, newer people and younger people with Cripple Creek Congress, but we're also pleased that we have several new people and younger people that are joining with us to do the planning and organizing. And, uh, you know, I, I'm ready for someone to be the director. I have done this since 82, and I'm almost 83 years old, so it's time for me to hand this to someone else. I'd be happy to help, advise. I promise not to meddle and ball. But uh, I really would like to see this happen. I don't like to think that it would die because I would die. 
Uh, Steve Cates is is here with us again. International Folk Fest uh, the week of June fourth through the eleventh. Lots of uh, locations. Just do a Google search for uh, Murfreesboro International Folk Fest, and uh, you can't miss it. I'm going to put some links on our website as well, where folks can find right. uh, the information here on the podcast, and we'll keep telling folks about it. Any uh, final things that uh, you'd like to touch on, Steve, before our time? Well, gets I'd up? just like to say a hearty thanks to those people who have given us money, who are hosting meals, uh, who are uh, hosting uh, our performances. I'm so grateful to the Grove at Williamson Family Farm. Tony and uh, uh, Tony and Mark, the Williamson young people, uh, have carried on in a tradition of community service like their parents, uh, Bascom Williamson and Mitsu. They were good friends of mine, and uh, I appreciated getting to know Tony and Mark when they were at Riverdale High School, and we just appreciate them and their fine staff. They have a wonderful young staff. They're uh, well-trained. They are experienced. They're full of ideas, hardworking, and we just hope we can cement this connection with them for years to come. Steve, it's uh, it's it's always a fun event. I'm glad we're having the opportunity to talk about it. You know, there there was so much time sitting and thinking, you know, about whether this event or that event could ever come back and take place. And I'm I'm just glad we're in a in a spot where we can do that and and spotlight um, folks from all over the country. Well, I thank you. We're we're pleased to have them and looking forward to a good week. Well, very good, Steve. I appreciate you spending some time with us today. Well, we appreciate WGNS uh, promoting local news, the best in the business. Well, thank you. You're kind to say so. Steve, thanks so much. Bye-bye. Steve Gates joining us today, talking about International Folk Fest. And uh, don't forget, if you missed part of uh, what we've been talking about, check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. Look under Rutherford Issues and tap on uh, the latest podcast, and you'll find this show here in just a few minutes. Also, you can subscribe, whether it's on Spotify, um, let's see, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeart. You can subscribe to your favorite WGNS shows. Just find the show and click that subscribe button or tap it, if you will, and uh, you'll be able to get the latest shows coming into you from News Radio WGNS. Again, International Folk Fest is June 4th through the 11th. And uh, more information at mborough-international-folkfest.org. And we'll get that linked up on our podcast page as well. Thanks to Steve Cates for joining us. And thank you for being a part of the program today. Hope you have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll see you next time.